Hello and welcome to Shelf Confidence, a podcast brought to you by the Pennsylvania Food Merchants Association that focuses on trends and innovations in the food and beverage retail industry. I'm Liz Kemery, I'm your host, and today I have the pleasure of having Andrea Carnes, who is Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Carnes Foods. How are you today, Andrea? I'm doing well. Thanks so much. Thanks for being here. Carnes is a PFMA corporate sponsor and member, and Andrea works with us on our board of directors, which is great. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the popularity of the home meal kit trend and what that means for Carnes and its customers. So you ready to get started? I'm ready. Great. So can you speak a little bit to Carnes history in the central Pennsylvania area as a family owned and operated business and what your role is there? Certainly. So as you said, Carnes is located here in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area. My grandfather started it in 1959. So I'm the third generation family member, one of three third generation family members. You know, we have nine locations here in the Harrisburg area in Cumberland, Perry, Dolphin and York counties. As far as my role within the business, you know, when you work for a family business and a smaller family business at that, you wear a lot of different hats. If you look at my business card, it says I'm vice president of sales and marketing. What that means is I work with a lot of our vendor partners and our department supervisors to build out weekly ads, promotional events, making sure we have things tied together that we're gearing up for the holidays appropriately. And I also oversee our rewards card program. If the phone rings with a customer for reporting the good, bad, or or ugly, um, I pick up that phone and I have those conversations. So, you know, there's a, a number of different items, but keeps me busy, keeps me on my toes. Well, and it's great to know the company as well as you would, especially for somebody who's in that position. You know it inside and out. It it is, you know, and I'm always learning different aspects. I work harder for this company than I would for anyone else because it has my name. It has my heart. You know, it's a community that I grew up in, the community I love. I'd imagine that you sort of, you own this when I ask this next question. You know, what does Carnes mean to its customers? What is it that you guys strive to do for the people that shop there? So, you know, when you're a local company, um, we work to be a a community center, so to speak. You know, yes, we're a grocery store. We have bread and bleach and chicken and bananas. We have all those items. But to be a community center, a place where individuals go, where they feel good about shopping, they're picking up items for their family to eat, which at the end of the day, like that's the most honest, pure item that can be done, you know, that and right. to supply that is really a great opportunity and not something I take lightly, you know, that people Mm -hmm. are bringing this home to put on their family's tables. They see individuals that they grew up with in the store, uh, that they have, uh, we have a full service meat department. So being a resource there where you're walking up to the counter and you have your favorite butcher that you talk to or your favorite seafood associate who always knows exactly how to cook those scallops that you're, you're picking up. But at the same time, a place that sells local products and supports the local organizations mm-hmm. that you're that you believe in that support the community you live in. Yeah, and that's evident. One of your locations is across from my grade school. So it was someplace that we always stopped to get, you know, what we needed for for dinner that night. Um, my parents still frequently shop there and love it, especially for big gatherings with our families because they know what they're going to get is a great product and and like you said, they know the people there, which is awesome. Thank you. So, it's been a crazy let's say 12 to 18 months for everybody, everywhere, every industry, every family. Of course, food, retail, and grocery certainly took a brunt of the the changes and uh, challenges of the pandemic. One of the things that I think might have been better that came out of the last 18 months is that we saw a bit of a shift for families 
partially by necessity, but eating and cooking at home. You know, when people couldn't go out, they had to get a little bit more creative at home. We also, from industry surveys and reports, we're seeing that that trend should continue, which is pretty cool. So about 70% of consumers are saying that they will likely continue cooking and eating at home post-pandemic. Is that something that you guys are seeing at Carnes and in what your customers are, are buying and, and requesting and purchasing? Yeah, 100% you're right. Obviously, there was a shift at home, like you said, out of somewhat necessity. You know, we saw restaurants shut down. We saw people no longer going to work. So they had a little bit of time on hand. Also, they weren't running out. They weren't just going to soccer practice or they weren't meeting mm-hmm. friends for a lunch. That Those items weren't taking place. So the food consumption really switched back into the kitchen, back into the family table. We continue to see that take place. And it's exciting to see that happen. It's exciting to see categories grow as a, as a whole. You know, our seafood sales grew exponentially. Seafood yeah. is one of those items that a lot of folks feel maybe just a little bit nervous about cooking at home. It's something <laughs> yes. they, they enjoy when they go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And when you're sitting at home and you're thinking to yourself like, man, I could really go for salmon. You know, I, I love that salmon recipe at my favorite restaurant. Let me try to recreate it. We saw those opportunities take place and we saw people be successful. Great. We created it. They're like, man, I did a good job. I, I can, <laughs> I can make this, and I can save some money while doing it because I'm paying yeah. for a family of four for this meal. What I would have paid for myself out at dinner, so it's a mm-hmm. one to four ratio. And they continue to do that and take chances and take risks, which is great. You know, you're making those memories at the kitchen table. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's funny because I, I have sort of that love hate cooking seafood at home thing because it's my favorite thing to get out and I do some of it at home I get nervous to try that because you're like well I don't want to spend however much on scallops and then like they turn into rubber you know (laughs) so but like you said if you had a little bit more time to sit there and watch a video or see how your favorite chef prepared them then then it gave us I think all a little bit more confidence so that is kind of neat I had seen those the seafood sales had been up and I'm right there with everybody. I'm like, I, we tried some new things and liked it and kept it. My kids still aren't super into it, but <laughs> they, they can have the macaroni and cheese and we'll eat the scallops. <laughs> so another thing that had started pre-pandemic, certainly, but had gained popularity is we were seeing these like um, home meal subscription kits. So anything from like HelloFresh to Blue Apron, and there's such a variety of, of them out there. I think they can all be sort of uh, defined differently because some of them, it's like you're trying to uh, learn a new trend or try a new like sort of genre of food or something like that, where another one is like you pop it in the oven and it's done for you and there's very little prep involved. So when you are at Carnes thinking of what a home meal kit is or prepared meal is, you know, what is it that you guys are starting to put together for customers? First of all, anything that comes out of your own oven, I count as a home cooked meal. So that whether you <laughs> sprinkle a little salt on it or you're just putting it in a pan into your oven and pulling it out, that counts. I give full credit. Those that <laughs> judge otherwise, I mean, come on, cut people a break. Any shortcut, we all need those sometimes. So for Carnes, you know, we've certainly seen that category grow, the home meal replacement mm-hmm. options. And our offerings run the gamut from fully cooked heat, you know, just to enjoy to a better temperature to having a lot of the prep done. So mm-hmm. uh, stuffed pork chop, which you're bringing home and like I said, putting in the oven. And then we have prepped items as well, where you can pick up some chopped veggies and you know, then you prepare on your own. Our sweet spot that we found is the uncooked product. So the raw product that has been prepped and ready to go into the oven for that mm-hmm. 45 minute bake time or go yeah. onto the grill. 
So that is where we've seen our customers respond the best and that we continue to grow. So it is already flavored. The work, the work for the most part's done, but you need to take it to that last step to take it from uncooked to, to cooked on onto the table. Yeah, definitely. I know my husband is a fan of that where he's like, okay, well, you know, I'll grill, but you know, there was a great sale on the the Southern barbecue, whatever mm-hmm. it happens to be flavor. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then he just throws that on with corn on the cob or something. And it's so much easier. Mm-hmm. It's just less thought, you know, less yeah. prep. And and it's still, like you said, home cooked. <laughs> yes, 100%. Did you guys see much change, like say 2019 to 2020? And was that pretty much what you had always prepared and carried? Or do you feel like you sort of shifted based on like customer need and requests in, in more recent months? So yes, it's always what we prepared and carried. However, we did see an emphasis and also a need just from a staffing standpoint of shifting some of those items out of from behind the meat counter into more accessible to grab from a self-service standpoint. Okay. So we've always been a business where we like to have that touch point where you go up, you order, you get exactly what you want. And all of a sudden we entered into the pandemic and number one, you wanted people through the store faster. You know, you wanted to keep distance between them. So you didn't want to create this conglomerate of individuals in one isolated area as they wait to talk to someone to get an order through. And so we did have to find opportunities where we could say, you know what? Yes, we've always done it like that, but let's take pre-packed crab cakes and now make them more accessible in the self-service area. Or mm-hmm. um, let's expand our variety of pre-marinated pork tenderloins or marinated chicken breasts and get them into a cryovac container out in the self-service area. So that was an item that we re- had to respond to through the pandemic. It's something that's going to stay. That was a a pivot that took place that will be a a permanent pivot because there is that element, especially when you're someone who's looking for something quick, fast, often for dinner for tonight, a little bit faster, a little bit less touch points. You just go there, grab it and and get out of there. Yeah. Well, and that's great that you mentioned that because I was going to ask you too, you know, what is it that really appeals to customers about having this whatever, if it's just a meal, a meal kit or a prepared food item ready for them. You know, I'm sure there's, there's quite a few things that help out a family or an individual who needs something quick. Yes. You know, as you had mentioned, your husband wanting to, I'm going to grill tonight, going, grabbing it, putting it on the grill. That's where we're all at. Like, it's great to sit down. I shouldn't say all out. I'm speaking personally. <laughs> That's where <laughs> I'm at. It's great to be able to sit down, find a recipe, file the ingredients, take the time to create this new experience. That's not necessarily a realistic option for everyone. So to be able to have something that's quick and easy that you feel good about, and maybe you're offering a different flavor profile. So you're still able to get a new flavor, try a new, mm-hmm. try a new style without having to buy all the ingredients, buy a spice that you maybe don't own and you only need half a teaspoon, which is the worst. No one has time for that. We're absolutely in that space because like we both grew up in houses where home cooking was important Mm -hmm. and my parents were teachers. And so they were home in the summer and my mom stayed home with the kids until we were in school and then went back to work. And so like for her, that was a little easier to focus on because she was home during the day and able to sort of think about that and, and prepare it. Whereas now we're two working parents. We've got, you know, two older kids who are in school and doing all kinds of activities and a toddler. And I mean, it's fun. It's great. It's awesome. But it's a little harder, especially Monday through Friday, especially Friday when we totally give up. <laughs> You're just yes. like, I'm tired. <laughs> but, you know, how many times, you know, can you say, okay, we're going to do McDonald's again? You don't want to do those things all the time. I mean, it's a nice treat sometimes when you're running around and the kids have activities, but we absolutely want to try to provide those healthy meals. 
that don't take forever and that it's not the same five rotation things that we we get stuck on sometimes. So we have absolutely loved, I mean, just to see, you know, the options and the ease and the convenience mm-hmm. and the variety. Have you shifted a little bit from like your marketing perspective, how Karin sort of speaks about those items? To an extent, yes, definitely. So every summer, even last summer, we did did a version of it. We've done a partnership with local ABC News affiliate where we mm-hmm. highlighted grilling. And this summer we changed it where we are working to share a new recipe each week. I mean, no, that doesn't sound like such a novel idea, new recipe creation. But what we're doing is we're taking a look at opportunities of maybe fan favorites. So like a family favorite, but then putting a new twist on it. So kebabs are always something that folks do. We sell a boatload of them in our stores, prep ready to go. But we featured pineapple, shrimp, teriyaki kebabs. So Mm. something that people like to do already, maybe they have the comfort on kebabs, but this is a new flavor. Like you said, you know, a way to switch things up where you're not doing the same five items, 10 items all the time. So each week right now, from a marketing standpoint, we're highlighting different items that have a similar or a familiar touch point. Coming up this week, we're doing a um, spicy barbecue bacon burger, which is a mix of pork sausage along with ground beef. So not a lot of folks would organically go and pick up the sausage to mix it in and take these additional steps, but they know they like burgers. Keep one foot in the safe zone while stepping outside and adding some Mm -hmm. additional flavor opportunities. And none of it is difficult. You know, none of it is really going to stretch the average cook too far outside of their comfort zone with preparation or ingredients. So we're really looking to highlight those flavors that folks are looking for, where they're looking to add the extra punch because you get bored while making it accessible. That's awesome. Is there anything else that you're seeing from customers that has hit as sort of a new a new trend or new requests, new purchasing patterns in the last, say, year? So one thing that we've always seen, but we've certainly seen that highlighted over the last year, is individuals looking to return to their some of it being their cooking styles. You know, mm-hmm. the getting back to their favorite as a kid. You know, you mentioned your your parents always made sure they had the the dinner on the table. So maybe recreating those memories at home. But we're also seeing folks who are really searching out for local products. That's always been important more and more. And, you know, going into the summer, the number of customers who are contacting us saying like, hey, is your fresh local produce in now? Like, I know you've always worked with fill in the blank farm. You know, is it there Mm -hmm. now? I see that they're getting ready to harvest. So keeping that connection to home, which has been our sanctuary for the last 18 months, you know, home has been more than just the four walls and the roof. There's been such an emphasis on working together and supporting one another. And we're seeing that continue to trickle into how individuals are shopping, that they want to support their neighbors financially by picking up, you know, the salad dressing or the barbecue sauce or the pancake mix. So that continues to grow, which is, which is great. You know, it, it is a way to fill your pantry while also helping secure jobs. What a great place to be able to do that because we just have so many local options with farms or great businesses that have gained popularity in recent years. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's always nice to see that when you when you have in the produce section, it came from not necessarily down the street, but maybe the next neighborhood over or the gazebo room dressing or, you know, whatever it happens to be that was sort of that PA established homegrown kind of thing. So that's awesome. And it's so good to hear that people are supporting in that way. My last question for you today is just sort of what else can we expect from Carnes? What's coming down the bike? 
So at this point in time, we're really looking to emphasize uh, growth in technology. Uh, okay. We have a couple of projects coming down. You know, technology can be a scary word, especially when you start <laughs> talking about like POS systems and the way you operate and scale systems. Yeah. Um, but the realization that we need to invest in those operations to be smoother for our team members, smoother for our shoppers, our vendor partners. That is really where a lot of our processes of revamp and revitalization are going just to continue that growth to make sure that we are staying as relevant on that end as possible and making sure that we are up to date on all of those items and, and utilizing what's available. You know, it's, it's crazy, the technology that's out there. And certainly you have to pick and choose what works for your business, because I don't think everyone's ready for a a touchless cashless scam walk out (laughs) the door just yet. Um, Right. But what does work, you know, and, and what would, what our shoppers respond to and like to see. So that those are our big projects that are in the pipeline. Great. Exciting, nervous, you know, be a stressful <laughs> couple of months coming up. Well, that's great to hear. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was I'm hungry. So <laughs> I think I need to go on and check out some of these new recipes that you guys have. We just really appreciate your time today. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It was great. Tune in in two weeks for our next Shelf Confidence podcast. I'll be talking with Lisa Lubin of Country Fair about their push to turn around food waste to help its community. Thanks so much for listening.